Watching Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. And this is actually really exciting because uh, Morgan has never seen it. I have never seen this movie before. That's very <laughs> shocking. <laughs> we just said that. To confirm. <laughs> to confirm. I have never seen this movie. I can't before. believe you've never seen this movie. Like, no. how did you coast through your teenage years of obsession of you know bad 80s horror movies i don't know honestly it's never really been on my radar i mean i've the poster is pretty iconic yeah i've known of the movie i've seen the cover many many times but i just never watched the movie i don't know it's definitely one of those movie covers that always popped out for me at the video rental store like this popcorn night of the creeps for yeah. me is another movie yeah 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 oh it took me a while to actually watch chopping mall though like i didn't watch it until my 20s i don't think but um, it's pretty entertaining it's got some uh, some interesting facts about it that we will get to eventually um, we've got pizza burps, so apologies for this episode. We, uh, we ordered a pizza and drinking beer and having pizza and watching Chopping Mall. Like, life is good. Can't complain. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Chopping Mall. Okay, so these two, okay, they just showed the commercial for the Killbot, and it uh, annihilated a shoplifter. And right now they're explaining the presentation to, um, I'm assuming, the staff of the mall. But these two people that are sitting right here at the front, um, there's a lot of cameos in this movie. Yes. As well. So they are the first two cameos. And um, the woman's name is Mary Warrenov. And uh, she's in a bunch of shit. She's in Terror Vision, uh, Night of the Comic. Uh, comic. Comet. <laughs> oh my god. I've been drinking. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> uh, it's a Sunday night and we all have tomorrow off. Actually, Megan has to work tomorrow, but yeah, well, but it's a long weekend family that. day. <laughs> is there a family day in America? No. Or is it? I think it's President's Day it in is America. Oh, but, it, yeah. but it's a long weekend for them, too? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, so back to Mary. Uh, she was also in a Warlock. Ah, oh, yeah. Very <laughs> familiar friend, to me. Julian Sands. <laughs> She's in what? Warlock. Warlock. Oh, Warlock. Or they said, never mind. Warlock? Yep. Yeah. Like, Count Warlock. Warlock. <laughs> Count Warlock. Uh, but she also plays the mom in the Suicidal Tendencies video for Institutionalized. Cool. Yeah, oh, with uh, Jack Nance is also. That's from, uh, awesome. Head is also in that as well. And the guy, um, his name is Paul Bartell, and um, he's in Gremlins 2 and uh, Killer Party. April! April! What do you do? It's such a good song. Um, that's funny because we were just listening to that song by White Sister. And, um, what a terrible that, band is it? Was it name. right? Yeah. Bad White name. Sister? Yeah. Why? Yeah, that is kind of weird. But they were like the band to go to for 80s horror movie soundtracks. Oh, yeah, like, totally. They did a song for The Wraith. 
Mm-hmm. They did the song from uh, Killer Party. But that that fucking video for April is so good. And that, is it anti-CGI that posted it today? Yes. Um, if you guys don't follow anti-CGI on Instagram, you definitely should. And they posted that today. And I was like, well, I'm going to be listening to this all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, so. Uh, okay, so Chopping Mall came out in 1986. And it was directed by Jim Wynorski. Um, there's some interesting things about Jim. Jim is a very interesting character. Yes. Uh, Jim is an odd duck. <laughs> um, it was uh, written by Jim and Steve Mitchell. Um, I didn't really find anything very interesting about Steve Mitchell other than the fact that he wrote a Jim episode, which... <gasps> It's important to me because Jem oh, rocked my world. Yeah, like was there wasn't a lot of like personal information about Steve Mitchell yeah, out no, there. Yeah, I didn't really see anything, honestly, aside from that, the Jem episode that he did. And I was like, oh, Jem, oh. Yeah, like he did, a, he Judy, actually did a lot of Judy 80s cartoons. Outrageous. He did um, G.I. Joe cartoon writing and also Transformers as well. He did some of that. Um, and I, I thought it was funny that pretty much all of his other credits his directing credits were all about chopping mall interesting every single directing credit of his was uh shorts or documentaries about chopping mall. yeah there are like are five or six a of them few documentaries about this about this movie that's really interesting because i feel like there are way more iconic movies that have zero documentaries about them totally yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, right yeah like all the ones that uh, steve mitchell directed was like army of one a visit with chopping mall's biggest fan Back to the Mall, Chopping Mall, uh, scoring Chopping Mall, talking about the Killbots, the Robot Speaks, 10 Questions with the Killbots, and Chopping Mall, creating the Killbots. Now, I'm assuming some of these are going to be shorts for, like, extra stuff for maybe a Blu-ray or something like that. Well, the, but one of them Blu-ray. actually is a full-length documentary about yeah. Chopping Mall's biggest it's fan. It's probably on the Vestron Blu-ray release that yeah. just came There's out. There's a like, whole fucking documentary about their biggest fan. Yes. Really? Army of One, a visit with Chopping Mall's biggest fan. So is a documentary about the movie or about the fan? I don't know. Probably wow. a little bit about both. I'm curious. Interesting. Also, is the mall was the mall ever that exciting where there were actually yes. naked? Yes, yes. yes. Morgan. Yeah, yes. in the eighties. Uh, yes. Do you remember that like that link I sent you, Morgan, at work? That was just an article that was just pictures of the malls, malls? Yeah. in the eighties. Fabulous. It they were a big brings deal. me joy. It actually like I mean I do love the eighties. It's my favorite decade for sure. But yeah, like the mall is what you did. That's I mean, didn't I'm I used to watch videos of like what's that lady's name? Lady. She was like the Britain Tiffany, the Britney oh, Spears. Oh yeah, right? She yeah, played yeah. in malls. Yeah, like, that's how she got famous. Hanson played yeah. in malls. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. I think we're alone now. Oh, oh and there's yeah. a poster for Slumber Party Massacre and in this Lost restaurant. Lost Empire. Oh yeah, which was uh, Winarski's first movie. Was it? Oh not? my god. Was I find that... it fun that they put all of that in there. Well, The Lost Empire, I sent you guys the trailer in our group chat yesterday. It's like basically just like a movie about boobs. It looks amazing. Tassels and snake petting. Yeah. There's like this guy who's just constantly petting a snake. And that woman's tassel outfit is just amazing. Like Barbarian Queen is a poster in the back there. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of Oh, there's so many. He did a few fantasy like uh, barbaric movies back then too but um well chopping mall um was also produced by julie corman who is roger's wife and uh they had a deal with vestron um to make a movie set in a mall and jim agreed to write it if he could direct it um so the original title was kill bots and it was actually released 
as Killbots. Yeah. And it didn't do well. So then they changed the name to Chopping Mall. And it was actually a suggestion from a janitor. That's what I saw too. That's one of the janitors crazy. at the mall suggested it. I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I like Killbots too, though. I like both titles, but I guess Chopping Mall is like, it's more comical, I guess. Oh, for sure. Well, I think too that uh, from what I saw, apparently. A lot of the test audiences kind of thought that with the name Killbots, it was going to be more like a Transformers, like, children's movie. Yeah, they thought it was, like, going to be for kids. Yeah. Instead of, like, a violent exploitation movie. So when they re-released it as Chopping Mall with 15 minutes cut from the movie, it actually did better. Just based on the title alone, which kind of sounds a little weird. Yeah. Because the content is pretty much the same. Well, I didn't see, I couldn't find any information about what it made at the box office. No, I know. But I'm assuming it wasn't good, but the budget was around 800,000. Yeah. Um, IMDb gives it a 5.6 and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 57%. Um, I've definitely, like me and Megan, like we've seen this movie a couple times. This is Morgan's first time watching it. Um, It's definitely not a movie that I've seen like a million times, like The Gate or Fright Night or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but yeah I, for sure. I definitely remember it. Like, it's um, it's up there in my, like, top list of, like, the greatest horror movies of the 80s for sure. Well, I just love any movie where, like, within the first five minutes, I've seen three fucking people smoking cigarettes. Like, oh, yeah. at their Our place tits. of work. Yeah, yes. yeah. I just love that. Like, the, the guy working at the diner, the cook at the diner was just smoking a butt. I know, butt. like, how yes. Yes. Oh, Yeah, ashes falling into your fucking pancakes. I love the Fuck. 80s. I know, me too. Oh, and everyone's like looking at titty magazines. He's Who looks at titty at... magazines anymore? Exactly. No one. I know, right? No, anyone. because you just go on the internet to yeah. get your porn. You just but... go on Pornhub. Yeah, but this is back then when you could pet the page. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. oh well, I guess you could pay pet your phone <laughs> screen. <laughs> oh, God. I could talk a whole episode about Pornhub, and I'm not even about to start. I can't even <laughs> Oh, don't let us stop you, man. Oh, no, please, my Megan. God. Please indulge us. Go on. Sex isn't really like that. My sex life is a sham. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we still love you oh, oh god thank you um well i find this movie uh kind of interesting because uh they were robots des- to like designed to like assassinate pff, shoplifters well, but like okay and- so they're killbots. that's what they're called right like are you going to kill a perpetrator like shoplifting at I the fucking so. mall yeah I like guess. that's crazy but it's kind of funny like the parallel between this movie and Short Circuit, it's the they're, complete, are. they're the same, but they're the complete opposite. So right. they they both get struck by lightning, whereas in Chopping Mall they were nice turned evil. Whereas like Short Circuit, uh, what Johnny Five is that that fucking robot? Johnny name? Five is alive. Oh, God, I, hate, I hate that. I hate, that, hate robot. that. I do honestly. Really? When I was a kid, I always hated Short him. Circuit's on my fucking list. Oh man, I always. I just love that they they hired a white guy to play. Oh, that's absurd. Yeah, I know, right? No, that was absurd. Look, all the eighties. It's funny because I actually didn't even realize that he was a white guy, like dressed like, like I didn't know that either makeup until, until later on in life like, yeah, when I was too. a kid yeah. I thought he was yeah well because he has the accent and everything and the, uh, the only reason why I know that is because I was watching Aziz Ansari on Conan O'Brien mm. and he was like commenting about that he's like yeah like I always thought Short Circuit was the stupidest movie ever and I just thought it was stupid just because I hated the robot and I hated his voice yeah um but like Aziz was saying they was just like it just like it was just bullshit they hired this white guy to be like this yeah like, brown guy and he even like talks with an accent and everything it's just yeah like, what the fuck Hollywood Super, I mean, that shit happened a lot absurd. back then, though. It like, happens a lot now. Look at, at all the trading green, places. 
the Greek movies, like all these Greek god movies where they have British people playing mm. like the Greek gods, you know, yeah. like, uh, it's just brutal. Or Scarlett Johansson and Ghost in the Shell. Oh, don't even, we can go on. The, there was so to. much controversy oh, about I, that. I, I oh about my god. That was yeah. a so great much movie though, I will admit though. That movie yeah. was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean. But, yeah. um, Johnny Five was originally like a military kind of uh, killing machine, but then he gets struck by lightning, and then he's like this like friendly robot. Yeah, they're like the same plot, but but rever- in reverse. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of funny. I never noticed that because I just every time Short Circuit was on TV when I was a kid, I would always just turn it off. I'd be like, "Fuck that robot really? man!" I oh my him. god, I, I loved him. that I movie. Him. I love it. It was so. cute. I just thought he was so annoying. I guess like, and I have that thing with BB from from Deadly Friend too. His voice. Is the worst. No disassemble. He's just like, <laughs> like he doesn't even say words. He's just like, baby. <laughs> I feel like I can't relate to robots, and so <laughs> that's what makes us human. <laughs> and so oh I've never been a huge fan of robot movies. Well, but... I I am. I'm. Oh my and god. And then like yeah. we'll get into it later. We're gonna talk about all all cyborg robot yes. related movies later so for now let's talk about jim wynorski let's get into it okay so uh jim's a wild and crazy guy okay so jim uh b movie exploitation director since the 80s with over 100 titles under his belt um chopping mall was his second movie the first being that lost empire movie with the snake petting in the boobs um he has also done many other movies um, in the horror genre, like Sorority House Massacre 2. I've actually mm-hmm. never seen the Sorority House Massacre movie. Slumber Party Massacre, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so 976 Evil 2. I didn't yeah. know that he did that movie. Okay, that movie, we're watching Chopping Mall on this like um, uh, DVD that has like uh, eight movies on it, and 976 Evil 2 is on it. And 976 Evil is one of my favorite 80s horror movies, and I watched a scene of uh, the second one on YouTube once, and I was like, no. Mm-hmm. No way. But now I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe, you might have to check it out. I'll, watch, I'll try to watch it. I'll try. It's just like, it, the, the clip that I saw was just like, I don't know, man, nothing like the first one, and it just uh. it looked bad. But he also did the Munchie movies. Yeah. Um, which I still haven't seen. They but look I know so how absurd they look. Ridiculous. I know. Uh, he did Ghoulies 4, which is the only Ghoulies I've never seen. And I, but I really want to because the one it's the one that has like the sexy vinyl latex lady yes. on, on the cover of the movie. And uh, maybe uh, I think I'm, this is a good year. I'm going to find it on VHS this year. Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> we can only 2018. I'm going to find Ghoulies 4 on VHS. Oh, God. Um, Another thing that I love about this man is his, like, passion and love for boobs. Yeah. He fucking loves tits. Yeah. He's a tit man. Uh, so he does all of these horror parody movies, yeah. but makes them about breasts. They're so fucking funny. So, yeah, like, they're the like titles, exploitation softcore porn. Oh, my God, I was cracking up. I was laughing okay. so hard when Here, I was doing something. let's some read research. some of them. We have, well, just to start off with, like, this guy's all over the place, first of all. So he's doing, like, horror. He did Deathstalker 2. Yeah, and which he, I love Deathstalker 1. Yeah, but and he also did, like, the Ghoulies and stuff. But then he did The Bear Wench Project. Yeah. And ah. Thy Neighbor's Wife. And Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade. And the Witches of Breastwick. Yeah, that the breast, is The Breastford Wives. Amazing. The Da Vinci Co-Ed. House on Hooter Hill. No! Yeah. No! 
to fucking busty cops. Cleavage uh, field. Cleavage field. This that one's, one's, this one's my favorite though. The, hill, the hills have thighs. <laughs> I like actually kind of want to sit down and watch one of those. Like oh they my God. look. The lusty, the busty barbecue. That's oh, another one. The right, hills so, have thighs got me. So just wait though. These are. They're like parody. They're parody. But now, they're softcore porn. Okay, yeah, so like, thank you. Yes. They're, they're porn. Yes. So they're like I'm your Edward like penis hands. Softcore. Like, yeah. I don't. Are they yeah, like that? Are they softcore? Are they yeah. Full yeah, but are they like fucking? Is that's my what question. I mean. No, like, I think it's softcore. They... It's it's gonna okay. be like exploitation Reggie softcore. Diaries, like, like, oh, okay, because yeah. Edward Heavy Penis petting. Hands is yeah. a porn. Right. Like, that's Edward what Peter's yeah. Hands. Yeah. Is not. It's not gonna be like porn. like violent penetration like type type stuff. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you think it's gonna be romantic? Um. I don't know. Like, does that even matter? Well. Is there a movie called The Breastford Wives? Is there any romance in it? Yeah, like, is there love? Um, love? Okay, but but this guy also has done a few, like, crazy monster kind of mashup movies, too, like Piranaconda. Oh, yes, I love love movies like that. Really, what? Well, and that makes sense because he kind of found his way in film with working with Roger Corman, so they're very alike, I assume. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, Also, Cobra Gator. Mm. Okay, I want to. Jesus. Christ. Um, I looked at the cover of Piranaconda, and it's literally a giant anaconda with a piranha head. Do you think, like eating people in fucking waters? Do you it think looks that he silly. has like a bag with like pieces of paper of different animals? Like, so, like what? Know? What you can stick <laughs> together? Like, pulls out two, and it's just like, <laughs> like fucking okay. like shark mantipus. <laughs> <laughs> movie yeah <laughs> also um we're at the part with garrett graham garrett graham is a legend i uh, we uh i think megan you were there that year that one shock stock the horror convention in our city of london he was there yeah. i met him very very nice fucking guy garrett oh, graham uh, so sweet yeah he oh is God. um he's in um phantom of the paradise which is like i'm not like huge into the musicals Same. like i do love rocky horror picture show i like grew up with it but Phantom of the Paradise is actually like a fucking fantastic movie I'm pretty sure it's uh, Brian De Palma but he's also in Terror Vision as well Child's Play 2 and Chud 2 which I've never seen never seen yeah. it never seen but it's it. also on this DVD so yeah this movie also has a ridiculous amount of amazing taglines actually yeah. actually we were talking about how good the taglines were in the house episode but the taglines oh. in Chopping Mall like far there's far so many of them too yeah. there's like Okay, tonight, Park Plaza Mall switches on the world's toughest security force. Absolutely nothing can go wrong. Yeah, that's a long one. It is. We have shopping will never be the same. Where shopping can cost you an arm and a leg. That that is so good. That's a good one. So good. That's a good one. Chopping Mall, where they slash their prices and their customers. In half. Uh, Buy or die is also another one. At Park Plaza Mall, the security force isn't just tight, it's terrifying. It's toy. It's not just tight. It's toy. Toy, brother. And one more. Shop till you drop. Dead. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good so one, too. But why are there so fucking many? I know. Because you can go so it's many a, ways. It's a very good combination with the killing of, like, robots and the mall. Like I feel like they're like they came up with all of these because it's like it's two two subjects that like worked like in contrast and like juxtaposition together very well. Yeah. I find. Well, like, yeah. There's a lot of like yeah, like shop till you drop type like. Yeah. Well, because the malls lines. are like where 
all the action was and like that's where that's what everybody well, did in the that's 80s, where you right? meet so up so there right? was like yeah. taglines like that that shop till you drop like that already existed so then they just like ad-libbed the rest and i feel like it works perfectly because um what are 80s horror movies all about they're all about teenagers getting fucked like getting yep. killed yeah. or having sex or like whatever having and sex where did and teenagers killed. hang out in the 80s the, the mall. mall it just I makes know. perfect yeah, sense yeah for sure uh, well, back to uh, Jim. Like, I love that um, the whole uh, obsession with uh, tits and his parody films. Like, uh, I'm going to quote him. He said that breasts are the cheapest special effects in our business. They are special. Which is like, yes. They're, they're effective, special. too. And they're effective, too. <laughs> Genius! Uh, oh, shit. Uh, actually, a character, a character from the, the first Final Destination movie was named after him. The guy, really? uh, his name is uh, Hunt Wynorski, and I uh, haven't seen that movie in a really long time, no. but it's the pool scene. He gets killed in the pool. I'm not sure. That's like, cool. Yeah. Oh. It's been a while. The only scene I remember from Final Destination, the first one, is like the one in the shower when he That's gets That's a choked. scary one. I don't think there is a pool scene in the I first one. I don't know. I oh, I mean, there must be. The internet says so, so yeah, it must be true. It must be true. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, yeah. there must be. Well, Jim actually, um, he does the voice of the kill bots. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, him and Steve, uh, they've been friends since the 70s. Um, they decided to, to do a Phantom of the Mall, like, type movie, but with robots. Which is amazing like, because there actually is a Phantom of uh, the Mall movie. Eric's Revenge. I actually really enjoyed that movie. I'm not going to lie. Like, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. I'm pretty sure it's, like, Pauly Shore's, like, first movie. It's on YouTube. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was not bored at all. Was it? Is it Morgan Fairchild that's in it? Yes. Ooh, yeah. yeah, she's in it as well. She's Her great. fucking amazing amazing hair um but yeah so jim was inspired by a movie called gog from 1954 mm-hmm. where a man discovers experimental robots in a secret lab and they wrote the story in 24 hours and which Vestron, is crazy and, yeah i know which is crazy because i'm working on a script right now and uh it took me like days to come up with the story like to get it like perfect together yeah. like and then uh so vestron approved it without a script which is kind of rad uh so roger corman um took jim out to lunch before shooting began and um wrote um like film school in an hour notes on like yellow pads of paper and apparently jim still has these pads of paper paper till this day and has them like memorized they're like do's and don'ts and he still kept them after all these years which is adorable um so a fun fact about jim um during the filming of chopping mall he actually broke a rib because um they had to test out a stunt where the character gets thrown from the third floor. So they were like, okay, well, he was like, I'll do it, but yeah. but I'll get thrown from the second floor. So he did it, and then he broke a rib. But even, like, the the uh, the test was successful, but he didn't tell anyone about it and, like, kept it hidden until after. His little ribby? Yeah, Aww. he, like, didn't want to worry anybody. So he didn't say anything at, until afterwards, and, like, no one knew that he broke his rib. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's hardcore. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, too, there uh, are a lot of people that uh, have, I wouldn't want to say accused, but maybe speculated that when Jim Wynarski had written 
this movie that he based it off of the film Trapped as well. Yeah, and I looked that movie up too, but he was like allegedly didn't know about He said, yeah, he said that he'd never seen it before, but it's with James Brolin and it's about a man who's trapped mm. in a mall and chased by vicious guard dogs. I actually, so a similar I watched, thing, guard dogs replaced okay, with robots. Okay, so I actually, robots. I watched a clip of that movie on YouTube and it's rotten. It's bad? Like it's really mm. bad. Like it was like filmed with like a VHS camcorder. Like it's, oh, but and like at the same oh time I was God. like, yeah, this is like, it's like bad, but it's like, yeah. Well, what was that movie, cool. you guys, that you guys had me watch, I feel like, one of the last times that we recorded together, and it, there was, like, a shower scene, and there was, like, a doll, um, and it was it was recorded with, like, a camcorder type of thing, and it was, like, a doll oh my God, killing fucking... people. It was our last, it was our oh, last devil episode. Oh, doll? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, was yeah, it like yeah. that? Like, uh, oh, no, actually, oh, well, okay. it was like that. So, and it's a TV movie, so that's probably why yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, the TV movie. Oh, so it, like, it looked pretty bad. Also, Dick Miller is, um showing up here dick miller oh, what an adorable amazing. man amazing yeah Knight. he actually uh yes fuck yeah demon knight fuck man yeah, like, demon fuck Knight. yeah i was like i was doing my notes on this and i was like man i'm gonna watch demon knight again i've seen it like a million times and it's still so good billy zane, billy zane. gorgeous um the only bald man <laughs> that oh. i've ever found attractive oh. was billy zane but yeah dick miller um he's actually playing the same character you that he played steve in harvey's fucking smoking hot steve harvey's bald goddamn head and his sweet i suit. wish our podcast listeners could see girl, my face right now <laughs> girl like steve harvey and like, like the, the family feud host sir what other bald man am i talking about i don't know oh. i just want to make sure there's the oh. same steve like harvey. i need to take my shirt off i'm hot right now okay well this is <laughs> Megan. She's and, got it uh, bad. So now I'm never going to forget. She's not for Steve Harvey. <laughs> wow. Oh. I've never, ever heard anyone say that Steve Harvey was sexy. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh. You make me laugh. You know what? Whatever. Oh my yeah. god. Zane, anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, Dick Miller. Anyways. Uh, so Dick Miller um, was actually playing the same character um, that he plays in Bucket of Blood. Which is fun. That's so yeah. So obviously he's in Demon Knight, Night of the Creeps, The Howling, the Gremlins movies. But yeah, he's an adorable man. Yeah, lots of fun like cameo, like kind of reprisals of roles and stuff like that in this movie. It's cool. Yeah. It's neat. Well, it was filmed at um, Sherman Oaks Galleria, <clears throat> and uh, which is the same mall that Fast Times at Ridgemont High yes. was shot at, and I do love that movie as well. And uh, Commando, yeah, which is also awesome. A big fucking fan of Commando. <laughs> He's dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> I lied, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, oh they wanted to apparently use the mall in Beverly Hills, but they charged too much, so they just used some of the scenes for the exterior. Also, those. Whoa. Are whoa, giant. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, this guy, he's always fucking he's chopping on gum. gum the whole he's time. Always, his name is John Terleski. His uh, character's oh. name is Mike. He's he's always chewing gum in every single fucking scene of this movie. And he is also in Death's Darker 2. Yeah. The connections are real. It I know. I watched the first much. Death Stalker and I was like blown away. Like the, basically the whole movie is just like like titties and rape and like fucking snakes and swords and shit. Like your typical 80s like fantasy movie. But it was like so fucking entertaining. Like it was just like every five minutes you'd be like oh there's some more tits. Cool. <laughs> um, awesome. 
But this guy, uh, John Terleski, is also in, uh, like, I think he's now more of a TV director, but he was also in a V episode. Yeah. Uh, so I, for I any, don't recognize him. I don't recognize him at all, except episode? for this. V. v. Remember that you show know? V? It's no, a sci-fi show um, where, like, uh, like lizard people, alien, aliens. Lizard people, like, want to, like, take over the world. Um, it actually, uh, for any V fans out there, um, they're fucking making a new V, and it's going to be a trilogy of movies. So it's, like, to- Lord of the Rings type of thing. So um, Now, this was a show. Yes, it was it like was, late 70s, it early was, 80s. Was it like, kind of like X-Files? Uh, or thing, or like? No, no, it, it was, was a miniseries, and then there was also a movie, like there was V, The Final Battle, and then the miniseries, okay. um, and then the first, I think, movie. Um, Lizard people. So, yeah, it's Whoa. just it's just about, like, V for visitors. So they come oh, okay. to Earth, they kind of, they fucking hover their UFOs around or whatever, and then yeah. they make contact, and they look human. Right. And they try to integrate themselves into society. Actually, in the... As most lizard people do. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, it's funny because a lot of people reference V as, like, the, like, Anunnaki it. conspiracy I kind of I, stuff. I, I love that shit. The lizard I people. Love it. But Robert England <laughs> like is in... Illuminati shit. Robert England oh. is in this the series. Yes, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it turns out that uh, they actually eat like animals and they like peel their faces off and they're lizards Sweet. and yeah. they, they have uh, an agenda that is not so friendly they're pretending to be friendly and it's not friendly cool man are we about oh oh no mike's gonna die his gum chewing days are no! over actually megan i have v on uh, on dvd if you'd ever want to borrow these. it absolutely i would like to i need to rewatch it anyways <clears throat> yeah when i'm done tng i'm almost finished i'm gonna rewatch v um um, John Terleski actually also um, had directed a movie with Jim Wernarski. Oh. Yes. Uh, he made his, because I know he had, like, after he stopped acting, he started doing a lot of directing for TV shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds, stuff like that. Um, but in 1998, he made a movie with Jim Wernarski called The Pandora Project, hmm. which starred Daniel Baldwin. Oh, the, the like, other one. Third or fourth in line, That's Baldwin. You Actually, know, I'm pretty like sure. Alec and is he Steven the one, and Billy is he the one in Vampires? Oh, I was going I thought. Wait, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. There's many List of them. them again. Alec, I know. Alec. Steven. Was Steven? he the one in Biodome? Bio yes. Okay, and yeah, then there's Billy Baldwin and Daniel Baldwin. Well, And there um, might be one more, but I don't Daniel know. Daniel was the one that was in John Carpenter's Vampires. That's like the only thing that I know him from. Yeah. Now, was he good in that movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, he was. I really enjoy that movie, actually, a lot. Like, you can't go wrong with James Woods. I mean, no, that it's, movie's he's a Baldwin. Great. It's it's an acting dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, There's a lot speaking of-, of President's Day, Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump. Oh, oh yeah, I, I know. mean, the best. there's no topping it. Huge, But Stephen Baldwin, I just can't. I mean, his his role in Biodome is just so pathetic. Oh fuck, I know. But you know what? So Every pathetic. girl would suck his dick yeah. back then man he had a like, thick neck man <laughs> I thought I thought I was going somewhere else <laughs> oh yeah I thought you were gonna say thick chap <laughs> you sick that's funny whatever I don't love Steve Harvey <laughs> that's gonna like that's gonna be with you for till you the day you die there's something about what a man wears okay I and that man I have never wears... really watched uh, Family Feud with him I guess 
so I have to research this. You're kidding me. That's oh, so funny. Lord You're hilarious. Oh, no. Anyways, oh, no. The ketchup is flying. I know. Okay, so oh, um, no. the mall, oh, no. actually, uh, that um, this movie was shot in, they allowed them to shoot under the circumstances that they don't damage anything, and they'd be gone before the mall opened the next morning at 9. So they had to um, film all night. Yeah, so they only shot, like, in the middle of the night. Uh, so apparently um, the head of security hated them and claimed that they damaged shit, but the mall owner was very supportive and nice and made sure that they finished on schedule and everything. Yeah, I know, like, get the fuck out of here. He what probably, a dick. Yeah, he's probably one of those people that were like, violent movies cause violence in children. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so there are three main robots in the movie. Um, they built five to have extra in case they were damaged... Uh, they made them out of uh, wheelchair parts and conveyor belts operated by remote controls. Which is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Because they look, I don't know how I would say this, like flawless almost. Like yeah. They don't look like there's parts hanging out. Or yeah. Like they don't look like they're yeah. homemade, I guess I'm saying. Like there's no like fucking uh, furnace. Uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah. Can we talk about that? I feel like we talked about that in the last episode. Um. What? No, oh no, we were talking, we talked about that. The furnace tubes. Yeah, oh fuck, what movie was it that had the furnace fucking tube neck thing? Guys, I'm always so fucking drunk when we do this shit. Fuck! I know, right? You gotta be kidding What me. movie was it? Oh, I remember when it was. What? Okay, it was in Rotor, which we'll talk about oh, later. Oh, I got shit to say about Rotor. Because uh, in, at the, I guess the precinct, the police or headquarters or whatever the fuck it is, uh, where the guy unveils, like, the rumor. Mm. Um, there's, like, a robot there that is, like, a helper robot, like, police robot. Right. And he's got, like, a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like, a fucking furnace fucking connector fucking yeah. for a neck, and it's just, oh, I just it's love so it. cheap. I love it. Like, the, the cheapest way to make a movie is like what is so entertaining to me it's like it's like some of these movies that we watch like okay these movies like that we do on the podcast like they're great movies but like me and morgan like we watch like really bad movies, we have watched like, on very our, bad on our movies. spare time yeah. and like it's like some of them are just like intentionally bad with like bad acting and like like implausible plot holes and like just like bad special effects and everything and it's like they're so bad that it's like at that Point, they didn't realize what they were doing and it makes it entertaining and funny now but then there's like the ones that are just like so absurd that they didn't give a fuck they didn't give a shit they just like they're like who cares like let's just use ketchup <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fucking yeah. bad oh my but, god but um the other day fuck it we'll just talk about rotor now. all right let's do okay, it okay so um rotor is like one of my favorite movies it's basically uh like a ro- the worst like RoboCop ripoff movie ever, but it's also a Terminator ripoff. Yeah, and um, it's uh, it's okay. So Rotor stands for Robotic Officer Tactical Operation Research. So basically, a bunch of fucking words just stuck yeah, together. Yeah, I know. It sounded and cool. uh, it was directed by uh, Cullen Blaine, who has done Rotor and kids cartoons. It's like that's like he's done cartoons. And then Rotor. It's like, seriously, fucking, like, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But it's, like, 
but it's so bad. It's very watchable. It's so watchable. Like, it's so entertaining. It's just hilarious. Like, so I'm actually going to read a review, um, very short, by uh, a guy named Mike Lamb. He wrote it in, like, 2013. And I was looking up, like, the best, worst movies of the 80s. And it was the first one on the list. And, and it was just so funny. Yeah. And I was like, hey, now I'm, like, determined to watch every single movie on that list. But he says... <clears throat> Rotor is the story of a cowboy slash police captain slash robot scientist named Cold Iron. That's his oh name. Oh, Cold Iron. Cold Iron, who invents a Judge Dredd-style Terminator slash RoboCop type thing to murder crim- criminals in the future. The robot is called Rotor, which stands for robotic something-something gibberish bullshit. Who cares? <laughs> like any good 80s action figure, Rotor comes with a gun, a motorcycle, a pair of sunglasses, and a mustache. Oh, yeah. It's so He's good. got a fucking mustache. He's like somebody's fucking, like they hired somebody's fucking dad. dad. Like, straight up. He's not even, like, a giant, imposing guy. Like, not a muscly guy. He's just a dude. He's, like, dad bod mustache guy. And the scene in the uh, boardroom where Cold Iron is, like, unveiling Rotor... Where he's like, watch this. Yeah, and there's like, like a like stop animation, like animation, <laughs> stop like, animation plastic skeleton doing like martial arts moves. Yeah, but stop it's, animation's badass. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Oh, That's okay. why you have oh, to watch okay. Rotor. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck, okay. it's, it's so good. So I love it. And like the funny. cover of Rotor is basically like a complete complete ripoff of the Mad Max poster. It's the exact yeah, It's almost thing. exactly the oh, same. Are you looking it up? It's oh, flip, I saw that. But, yeah. So I, I was trying to look up Rotor because I wanted to see the guy with the mustache, which I did. And then I found Rotor, Robot Tai Chi. And it's just pictures. Yeah, that's yes. the cyborg that they I'm, show in the conference. Yes, that's it's it. It's so like, good. We'll watch it later. Like, he's I doing, love like, it. like, martial this arts, and it is amazing. It's fucking great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Rotor is very, very entertaining, and highly recommended. Yes, very highly it. recommended. It is. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh. Well, the uh, main girl in Chopping Mall, uh, Kelly Marooney, um, who plays Allison, um, she actually did her own stunts in this movie. That's and, cool. Um, she's also the little sister in Night of the Comet. Hey, and my little sister. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Sing away. Um, but uh, interesting little tidbit. Uh, of uh, her character in Night of the Comet. You've seen Night of the Comet, mm-hmm. obviously. You know mm-hmm. how she wears mm-hmm. that, that cheerleader outfit during mm-hmm. the whole movie? That is what inspired Joss Whedon to write Buffy. Well, so God Buffy, I know, wow. like her character okay. was actually like hugely inspired by her character in Night of the Comet. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is actually kind of interesting. Um, Jim Wynorski actually purposely cast her because he had a crush on her. Oh, you pig. I know, but they dated actually for a while after. But he she, probably harassed there was a girl. Her until... Yeah, but there was a girl, Dana Kimmel, who is the really pretty brunette in Friday 13th Part 3. And uh, one of my favorite, like, 90s movies, Night Angel, which is awesome. And um, <clears throat> she left the movie because of the sexual content. And so, and then he was like, well, I have a crush on this girl, Kelly Marooney. Like, I'm going to get her in the movie. And uh, best way to, like, get her to go on a date with me is to give her a role in my movie. Oh, so God, that's what happened. Right? But she's also in Fast Times at Ridgemont High as well. There's another guy in this movie who's also in a Friday 13th movie. Um, it's uh, the guy who plays Rick. 
Uh, so his name is Russell Todd, and he's oh, yeah. in Friday Thirteenth Part Two. He's like the fucking like the greaser kind of like yeah. good looking, uh, like hunk guy in Part Two. So there's a couple of uh, Friday Thirteenth connections in this, as there would be because there's like twenty seven of them. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, interesting connections in this. Do you know what's really interesting? Obviously, there's more Friday the Thirteenth movies than there are Nightmare on Elm Street. However, mm-hmm. I feel like throughout our podcast. We've been able to find so many connections to Friday the 13th throughout the movies that we've done. Whether it's like directing or editorial or music or acting, there's always been a tie almost in every movie we've watched to at least one Friday the 13th episode. Or Seinfeld. Or or, or Seinfeld, Seinfeld, obviously. (laughs) Or Walker, Texas Ranger. (laughs) There is one in here too. there, There aren't, I find there are very few connections to other like, there's no, like, Halloween. Like, how many Halloween movies are there? How many Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street That's true. There, that doesn't right? come up nearly it's as much. It's all Friday the 13th. doesn't come up nearly mm-hmm. as much. You're right. That's maybe really strange. Maybe because of just, like, casting agents. Maybe, like, they maybe just, Maybe it's because like, Friday the 13th you... is so silly. I know you love it, but Friday the 13th is so good. It's all good. It's all so good. I, I do. I, see, I find Nightmare on Elm Street more silly. Oh, but it's meant to be silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it is, though. Like, the first one is scary yeah, as no, fuck. The first, yeah. the first yeah. one is But then it was, like, Freddy got all his, like, one-liners, and it was just, like, me. Yeah. Not but silly. the kills, well, no, the kills are silly, too. Yeah, but, they're pretty But funny. they're, like, innovative. Yeah, they're innovative. Friday the 13th, I find I'm always, bo- I'm always watching him. Stop <laughs> farting! <laughs> Got pizza, man. Yeah. <laughs> Got pizza farts. Already. Oh, my lord. My system works fast. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But That's yeah, the funny. Friday the 13th movies, I find, like, some of the kills are just so funny to me and i think it's because they're meant to be serious whereas nightmare on elm street he's like something something bitch yeah you know it's it's kind of funny it's kind of funny but friday the 13th i'm always just dying laughing when he like you know smashes someone's face off something and doesn't say a word about it or, yeah like pushes a kazoo into someone's eyeball yeah. <laughs> the wheelchair down the stairs is like the best thing <laughs> oh my thing god I've ever i know seen, i don't know? know why like that why is that scene so iconic like it's like people have been talking about it for so many years no one kills people in wheelchairs yeah, jason does apparently <laughs> i know right because it's like it's very politically incorrect. yeah 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 that's funny. jason doesn't give a fuck yeah well i guess freddie killed somebody with a hearing impairment it's not the same I guess not. So sorry, so sorry. <laughs> Here we go, oh, robot. So, <laughs> Here we go, killbot. Fucking robot. Um, so what's up with so many people that were in this movie like abruptly leaving acting? Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, I guess There's so. There's like three of them, including fucking, uh, what's his name there that you were just talking about? Russell Todd. He left acting in 1997. Maybe because this movie was a flop at the box uh, office. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's weird because, like, in my research, there was, uh, I believe, um, a couple of the girls, Carrie Emerson and also Susie Slater, who, like, had really great careers and then, uh, like, just stopped acting. Like, one day was just like, nope, that's it. And uh, Susie Slater, uh, apparently, like, I found lots and lots of information about her. She was like... Uh, in Savage Streets. With, oh, yeah, I know, with Linda Blair. Uh, Linda Blair. You see Linda Blair's boobies in yeah. there, too. Yeah, and oh, then... Yes. They're huge. Oh she yes. did this movie and, like, didn't like the whole idea of being associated with being a scream queen type thing. And then she did, like, a softcore porn movie called Mind Twister with Jim Wynorski. And then 
after she finished the movie and it was released, she just disappeared. And she's actually one of the only people that didn't appear in the documentary about Chopping Mall because no one could, could find, find her. her? Not oh, the crazy. cast, not the crew. And apparently they even asked, like, you know, uh, Barbara Crampton. They were like, you know, did you ever keep in touch with her? And she apparently explained a few years ago that was like, you know, she regretted not keeping in touch with everyone because she would have loved to have been able to find her to include her in this. Crazy. But uh, How did you she not find someone. Apparently, Strange. they looked, you know, because like they were getting ready to do like the documentary, you know, for yeah. like extras and stuff, and the movie staff had been unable to locate her, making her one of the only cast members not to attend the 30th anniversary screening and mm. the documentary. And and I, I just find it really weird. Maybe well, fame. Maybe her fame was just it just caught right She couldn't even grocery shop anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, I was reading actually an interview with with Barbara, Barbara Crampton, and um, she was saying that uh, being in horror movies in the '80s is a lot different than being in horror movies now. Whereas, like, being in horror movies now, um, she's working with a lot of younger people mm-hmm. who are so. Uh, brilliant and um, inspired and uh, very motivated and uh, even just like back in the 80s like you had to like wait until like a company bought your movie to even release it whereas now like anybody could just make a movie if they have the money and they could just release it on their own and get it distributed well, horror like, very was easily. more of a and, not a joke but it was more of a it wasn't I don't know. I don't even know how to explain but it. She but I've watched like, documentaries where yeah, horror yeah. was, it was much more difficult to get it a was, horror It was, it like, was. Well, to be, going. actually, like, get a career in it to back get it then. Successful. And she yeah, said, yeah. Um, actually, that uh, back then, it was a lot harder to get a career in horror movies in the 80s. Like, unless you were, like, in the blockbuster ones that were, like, Friday, yeah. uh, Friday 13th and, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. So I, I can understand why maybe a lot of those people, like, ju- like stopped acting because to them this was just like another shitty paid like little job that they didn't think anything would arise from yeah from it so she stuck with it and like a lot of actors like did it and then continued went to school right you know like became lawyers or doctors right. and this and that so it was really difficult to even make it back then so barbara she obviously everybody fucking knows who yeah barbara she's Crampton like one is. of like the one of the, the like screen queens yeah she um plays Susie in this movie i think we just saw her get burned alive <laughs> Yes, wonderful. <laughs> and um, pretty interesting, actually. She uh, was 27 when she did Reanimator. And I saw her at Fan Expo a few years ago. I didn't meet her, but I kind of wanted to meet her and ask her, like, okay, so you were, like, 27 when you did Reanimator. Like, did your parents see it? Like, what did they think about a severed head about to, like, go down on you? Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I was, like, reading about her more online. And then I was like, maybe they were cool with it because her dad was a carny. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, she traveled with. She got to like that's what when she was a kid she grew up like traveling. Yeah. Like with because her dad car- was a fucking carny. Yeah. I was like, so maybe like they probably thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. But she was in mostly back then soap operas. Yeah, and she had a long run. She has a soap opera like, face. Yeah. yeah well, and like I think uh, when I saw her at Fan Expo, uh, somebody asked her about this and uh, about being like uh, categorized like as a scream queen, and she's like, I don't really see myself as that because like I was like more into like the soap operas back then. She and was on like, yeah, like some soap operas for like years and years. She did Guiding Light, Bold and the Beautiful, and The Young and the Restless. She was at uh, Leanna Love. 
on uh, Young and the Restless. And, like, I always remember, like, they were always on, like, soap operas were always on during the day when we were kids, when oh, we yeah. were in school. Yeah. But there was always, like, those sick days where you stay home yeah. and, like, and with your mom. And, like, that's all that was on TV was fucking soap operas. And, like, but Leanna Love um, from Young and the Restless, uh, this is amazing. So that character was actually psychotic. And so she did research on personality disorders and actually talked to shrinks. And um, uh, she... Uh, had a tiny part in Body Double, which yes. is uh, a movie that I recently watched, a Brian De Palma movie. It's a fucking fantastic movie. That was her first, like, that was her movie. That was her first role in, in a movie, but she's just fucking some guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so she's just having sex or whatever. Um, but Body Double has that scene... Um, with uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood Relax, <laughs> yes. which is the same place that that oh uh, the scene, the, the dance club scene from in Fright Night, Night yeah. which oh is like the god. best scene in movie history. Oh my god. Um, and I actually just, I had to rewatch the, that scene again, like the Frankie Goes to Hollywood scene from Body Double, and it's so fucking good. Like really? that movie is amazing. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, so she only had, that was like her very first like uh, movie role where she was just having sex with the guy. Um, but yeah, so she got her first acting gig when she was 25 on Days With Our Lives. And this is amazing. Her character was killed off, but her character in the show dated John DeLancey, who was Q from Star Trek. My boyfriend Q from Star Trek. Oh, you're about to give me shit for my man, Steve Harvey. Yeah, that's true. I don't judge. I don't judge. about Q. I love Q so much. He's great. He's also in Breaking Bad as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So did you guys happen to look up uh, her Playboy pictures? No, no I didn't. bitch. Sorry. <laughs> I fucking did. Are man. they great? Oh, I I got them right here. Are I they actually, pussy out? Uh. Well, she's got Bush, but she, it's not like full great. spread or anything oh, like God. that. But yeah, like she did Playboy, and they were like horror related uh, pictures. I mean, it's like fun. there's one picture where um, there's is that like a creepy doll. Yeah, there's like her with like a creepy doll, Ew. and then there, she's like all soapy in a bathtub with, with like, like a zombie. There's like a corpse Ew, in the fucking. Like a hills have eyes chilling. Yeah, I know. Oh. But yeah, so um, she did Playboy. That's fucking. Cool. Is that a man. weird Cenobite back there? What's happening? Yeah, it's like a weird like fucking leather Ooh. face. Jesus looking man that's she's fucking so goddamn beautiful I know fucking good oh for her though God. seriously and she still like, looks fucking awesome. amazing Dude, like she, she is amazing for her age she's flawlessly gorgeous yeah. and I know we're she's obviously goals. gonna get to it but her in your next like her she's stunning in that movie dude yeah. I know stunning yeah, I know there's a lot of women in Hollywood right now that I look up to um when it comes to looking still very like youthful and young and healthy yeah. because like for me, I'm a huge, like, fitness, like, a healthy eater nerd. And uh, Gillian Anderson looks, she looks amazing. The like, she, she looks just good. turned 50. Jennifer Conley just turned her 50. Oh like, they look amazing, well, those bitches honestly. Are like... like, all you got to do is exercise and eat healthy. And, like, that's it. Those women, like, Barbara Crampton, like, seriously, like, inspire me. Like, I'm just, like, I look at them and I'm just, like, fuck yes. I'm going to fucking look so good in my 50s and 60s. They're like gorgeous. I know. Good gorgeous. for them. Good for them. And, I mean, like, women, like, Demi Moore, yeah, she's she looks amazing too. Gorgeous. Dude. However, she had work done when she was young. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Her tits, first of all, oh, are the no fakest idea. tits I've yeah. ever seen in my life. But, but they were in, um, done when fake tits looked fake. So yeah. she unfortunately got them put in yeah. at a time. But her face, when they were like, oh my this. god, like she was like, in that ugh. that movie Rough Night. 
Yeah, yeah. She looks amazing. She's stunning. Like, Jesus fucking But when I think of of women in Hollywood aging and and being healthy and blah, 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 immediately, I go way older. I go Diane Keaton. Every time. Every time. Hell yeah. Fucking... Yeah, for sure. Cheers. Love that woman. Well, everybody obviously knows Barbara from, like, classic reanimator from Mm -hmm. beyond Castle Freak. But um, lately, I've been into, like, like, going into some pretty, like, you know, like like bad movie areas and uh oh she's I, uh, got but, like, some she's got some secrets shit. i'm like obsessed i'm seriously like obsessed with tim thomerson right now and uh trancers i watched uh trancers one and oh, two yeah. recently she's and like fuck too. yeah she's in transfers too she's just a, she's just a cameo she's like a um like a tv host or something interviewing mm. somebody but uh she's also in this movie robot wars uh, so i watched a clip of it and she's barely even in the trailer but i kind of want to watch it it looks mm. interesting like stop motion fucking, yeah like scorpion robots like oh, fighting like, amazing yeah i know and she's also in that uh that other Stuart gordon movie that we were talking about space in the last truckers. episode space truckers yeah i really want to watch that i know movie. where I can we find, find space truckers i know uh, uh what isn't St- steven dorf right uh yeah yes, and, and dennis, dennis hopper, hopper. Mm-hmm. yeah i really want to watch space space truckers it's going to be good. But yeah, good for Barbara Crampton for like, you know, keeping things going, keeping the dream alive. Like she was out of acting for a really long time and now she's back and she's doing mostly horror, which is really cool. Yeah, because she took a break and then, um, uh, well, she did like mostly soap operas and yeah. then uh, like horror and mostly soap operas. And then she took a really long break and now she's like back in horror. And I was reading some interviews with her and she was just saying like how exciting it is to be back in the horror right now. Mm-hmm. Like oh, so it's because it's, it's so time. different now. Yeah. It's a good time. She's just like, I'm just so excited to be working with all these young people. I was like, that's oh. cool. That's yeah. Cool. And, and you know what? And and young people who, like I said, as far as like you're next, that movie had I'm, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spoiler alert. It, I love but, the kills. You know, in that movie. it's not a sex-based horror movie. So for mm. her to come back and work Good in a kills. horror movie, that when you showed that to me, Yasmina, I mean, I instantly became obsessed with it. And it is one of the most like thrilling, just kills, just kills. It didn't. It's not scary. It's, fucking it's scary. not scary. Kills are very fucking scary. impressive. Well, to it's me. but it's not scary. It's not jump scary. No. I guess is what I'm saying. Like it's man on man. Yeah, but violence, to me, to me, that's scary. fucking the yes. scariest kind of scary. Of course it is. Jump scares are not don't scare me, but it's like. You know, somebody's in your fucking house fucking Stop. creeping on you, watching Stop. you fucking in the closet and shit. Like, that is, that's really scary yeah. to me. Yeah, and her, you know, her death wasn't that great in that movie, to be honest. You don't get to really see it or anything. So it's not like this epic death. But her role in that movie was epic, I feel like. Because she's like just this terrified old woman. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I could go on. Because she did, she done good. Now, I'm assuming <laughs> that they got these guns because it's. They went into like a hardware available store. in American malls. Yeah, they just oh. went into the gun store, <laughs> right? Because we don't have store, those where no. we're from. So Jesus Christ, gun store, liquor store, gun store. <laughs> I I mostly the only other thing that I have is stuff about Julie Corman, and the fact that she produced the first movie that Bill Paxton was ever in, Crazy Mama, in 1975. No. And she also uh, have you ever seen The Nest? Either no, of but you? I, I know that I fucking movie that cover though. I've definitely seen With the that roach? movie poster, but I, I've never seen the movie. Yeah, because she like I don't know. I find her I find her to be quite fascinating because Roger Corman, in his own right, is like an interesting character and like I guess known for being like you know the B movie guy and whatever. But like his wife is like a fucking wicked awesome powerful like producer as well. Like she did the Nest. 
uh, Nightfall, Crazy Mama, 1975, Bill Paxton's first movie, and Brain Dead with Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, and George Kennedy. Nice. She produced those movies as well. Um, as well as she kind of does did a little bit of like exploitation movies herself. Apparently, like there was like a nurse, like uh, genre of exploitation movies in the seventies that Don't like was it. like a yeah. big thing, and she produced a ton of like nurse movies, like summer school teachers, candy stripe nurses, student teachers, the young nurses. All these, like, weird kind of movies. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I find her really interesting. Um, she started her own uh, production company, Trinity Pictures. And she also does a lot of family films. <laughs> Which is uh, really weird, weird right? That was the question mark. <laughs> like, a Corman does family Yeah, like, I just, I find it interesting. Like, she's all over the place. Like, she's doing exploitation movies. She's doing, like, horror and sci-fi and then she's doing like family stuff i think she they still do the family side of things um they've won some awards for some of their more fa- like directed like video like family movies and shit Aww, like that yeah interesting yeah Fascinating. Fascinating. God. Fascinating. That's it. I love this music. I I am am into the soundtrack of this movie for sure, actually. It is so 80s sounding. Video game. Now I'm curious because we said that they, they're, um... They were told to not right. break anything. So obviously they set things up to be broken. Yeah, so the things elaborate. that they broke, I'm assuming, are things that they bought to be broken. Because a lot of the... They've broken a lot of shit. Yeah, I know. There's right. a, a lot of broken crash. I know. I just keep thinking of Commando. Like, I just keep thinking of Arnold riding down with those fucking tube flags. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, and she's in a pet store. I know. pets. I know. Isn't that the saddest thing you've ever seen? Like, pets living in like cubicles. oh i honestly like i can't go into pet stores like i have they to don't do get... that anymore there's no like pets in pet stores oh really yeah well, there's not well i mean there's like there's the cats like there. for they adoption i guess oh yeah 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 like there's cats for like a you know the adoption like section like yeah. i can't go in there i feel so bad like i just want to adopt all the cats they just live in a little I know. Box. I know that's why i can't go in there anymore because spiders spiders and, and a snake Oh, that snake is fucking them up. I'm a snake. I'm a slippery snake. Ew, ew, bitch! (laughs) Megan has a fear of spiders. And she's letting that fucking thing, two of them, crawl all, like, you're not going to try and even pick it off. Not even try. Here's the thing. You choose a a robot that's going to, like, kill you or a spider. I have the wherewithal to take my fingers and pick a spider off my (laughs) shoulder. Even though there's a robot there. (laughs) <laughs> Even though, do they sense? Do they smell? Do they no infrared? No. Okay, get it off. Get it They're off. They're pretty off. like scary though. No, the robots are like scary. They got but... like a little bit of the RoboCop vibe going on there. Well, let's talk about robots. It's time. All right, it's time. Here it's we go. Time. Okay. Well, um, I was really excited when Megan suggested that we do a robot-themed movie because I I do love robot cyborg movies, like good and bad. But, like, to me, personally, um, when I think about, like, robot cyborg movies, like, number number two, like, best fucking, like, robot cyborg movies, like, are Terminator and Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. Like, they're perfect movies. And I will fight anyone who disagrees with that. Terminator is, yeah. it is the number one. It's yeah. number one. Like, those two movies are just like, even Terminator 2 as well. Like, Terminator 1 and 2, 
and Blade Runner, like for sure, like the best, the best out there. Like Blade Runner, like I've written two essays on that movie in my lifetime, and uh, I thought the new one was really good, but I feel like I need to rewatch it because yeah. a lot was going there on. There was some stuff in it that at the end I was like, wait, so yeah, what? I need to rewatch it. But Terminator is a perfect movie. The, fir- the first Terminator, yes. The Terminator 2, I think, is a little bit more, like... Hollywood. It's more Hollywood, more flashy, yeah. but, like... Still amazing, Terminator, though. the first Terminator is perfect. I in know. itself, it's, like, it's like I don't want to say it's low budget, because it's not, but it just has that, like, early 80s vibe that just makes it so more real. You know what I'm saying? I love the part where Arnold fucking takes his eye out. Oh, oh my god, fuck. it's so good. I yeah. just like when he's naked. Yeah. <laughs> I like when he's naked and he That's busts funny. into that bar. I'm like, yeah, Wang's just fucking there and just hanging around. Oh, that's, like, in, that's in two. That's in Terminator oh, 2. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I just, I, a naked robot. Give me your boots, okay. your jacket, and your motorcycle. <laughs> You're right. Those are good movies. My number one that I wanted to talk about was Cyborg. Fuck yeah, man. Cyborg is great. JCVD. Fuck yeah, man. Cyborg is man. Albert Pune. <laughs> it's probably his I best love movie. Albert Pune, man. It's probably yeah. It's it is his best, his best movie. movie. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's be honest. It's, it's it was like it disturbed me because I saw it as a kid. Yeah, and it really fucking like this the, the bad guy fucking disturbed yeah. the shit out of me. He's like big and scary and like he's got this weird outfit and everyone's got weird those outfits. crazy eyes and like those his weird, crazy eyes weird, like yeah almost, like translucent. I love like, the pain. <laughs> I love the misery. I love this world. Oh goodness gracious! Oh fuck yeah, man! Cyborg is awesome and also like Universal Soldier too because they're oh yeah I guess it's kind of a yeah they're because they're dead movie. they're dead soldiers and then they got they get brought back as like artificial artificial intelligence like. Like cyborgs and I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My boyfriend Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> you know what? I was watching the original Judge Dredd the other day. Yeah. And there's this, you know, when they go out into like the oh fuck, the Badlands. So long. Well, there's there's a scene where you know um, Sylvester Stallone goes out into the Badlands and there's a cyborg, a cannibalistic family who has turned one of their family members into a cyborg because he was dying, so they had to replace his parts, whatever. I don't remember and any so of that. And so he's a cannibalistic cyborg. That's like, fucking what? wicked. <laughs> what? That's an oh, entire movie in itself. That doesn't like, even make sense. I am the law. <laughs> that's the only thing I remember from that movie because there's an anthrax. Because so there's an anthrax song called I Am the Law that's based off the comic book. Really but yeah, I should. I was actually thinking about rewatching Judge Dredd, but the new Dredd movie that they did was pretty fun good it was very violent it was too it was too violent i like it, it carl urban um but yeah well when it comes to uh well i guess like yeah, and there's like robocop obviously um, robocop is, yeah but fuck that movie we talked yeah, about robocop it's in, too our, stressful in our last episode yeah, yeah. and yeah. megan it's was disturbed by i know honestly it is not a kid's movie no. it's fucking disturbing. oh yeah it's violent as fuck the man. existential questions that come along with that entire movie yes I it know. fucks with me i don't i don't like yeah. especially in the I mean, day it's a good age movie. that we live in like yeah no no well i i uh so i tried to watch the sequels and i watched the second one 
And it's not bad, but it's not as good the as the one's first okay. one. But the third one, oh my god, I tried to watch it, and it's the one that doesn't have Peter Weller as Robocop, mm. and it's so boring, I couldn't even finish it. I was like, holy fuck, I can't even pay attention to this. Like, it's just not entertaining at all. I didn't think it was good at all. But the new Robocop that they did, I didn't mind. I liked it. I liked it. It was pretty, it was, it was a good action movie for sure. What? I thought they it did, was, they remade did Robocop that? like a few years ago, like maybe four years ago or something. Oh. Yeah, with, um, oh fuck, what's his name? Joel Kinnaman? Joel Kinnaman, yeah, that's his name. Oh, Maybe. and Michael Keaton and Gary Oldman are in it too. Yeah. Joel Kinnaman, uh. He was in Suicide Squad, Oh, was also he? in Suicide Squad. Um, oh yeah, he was in yeah, House, House of Cards. He played the Democratic candidate yeah. on House I, of Cards. Yeah, but I actually kind of want to watch the, the t- I, I think it came out in 2014, Robocop. Um, I remember not hating it. Like, I saw, uh, I rented it, and I was like, damn, this yeah. is actually a pretty good action movie. But It wasn't terrible. Well, when it comes to, um, I guess, like, more specific to, like, killing, like, killer robots, like, my number one like obviously chopping mall is up there but like chopping mall is obviously like a silly 80s yeah uh kind of like cheesy 80s horror movie but like when it comes to like killing uh killer robot movies for me my number one for sure is hardware like hardware is awesome another, it's a great another movie. perfect movie that movie i find is way ahead of its time um it's directed by uh richard stanley and um he also did this other movie that I've never seen um, that I was recommended that I should watch called Dust Devil, and I've never seen it. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I think that movie is way ahead of its time, for sure. Like, everything about the way that it was shot, the story, the plot, um, the lighting, the aesthetics the colors, of the movie are really interesting. It's, like, it's fucking fantastic. Like, it, honestly... That movie, it just, till this day, like, blows my mind. Like, the first time I ever watched it, I think I was, like, 19 years old, and I was working at HMV, and it was when I was, like, kind of, like, first getting into, like, really, like, obscure yeah. movies and music, and my boss at the time was, like, oh, I got a movie I can lend you, and he lent he lent it to me on VHS, and I watched it that night and was, like, instantly obsessed. Like, I was just, like, this movie is amazing. It's creepy. It's scary. Um, the soundtrack is amazing. Like, the song, like, This Is What You Want by Public Image Limited, mm-hmm. that song I could listen to that song like over and over again. It has Ministry and Guar on the soundtrack, and then like uh, Lemmy has a cameo. Nah. Pop has a, uh, like his voice, I guess, is in the movie. But yeah, Dylan McDermott, like he's holy hot. Shit, yeah, that it's, fucking shower, shower scene. scene I know shit, it's fucking hot. I he's watched like, it he's again. Like all dirty, but it's like yeah, sexy, no, it's dirty. fucking oh, great. It's always, it's oh great. man, it's, it's like always, it's always. really fucking good. But yeah, if anyone has never seen Hardware, I highly recommend watching Hardware. It's it's artful. It's very In the artful. way that it's shot. Yeah. It really is. I just, I love the colors and the lighting. It's just, like, amazing. And, like, didn't, okay, so you, Morgan, watched the documentary about the, the island, island of, of Dr. Dr. Moreau. Yes. Because didn't he also direct that movie, and then it was, like, revealed that he was, like, insane? He did well, direct him it. and. That, okay, so the documentary, I believe, is called Lost Souls, um, about the island of Dr. Moreau uh movie that they did in i guess it was the early 90s mm-hmm. that's got val kilmer and a bulk oh, i think i saw it i i saw it in theaters well there's a documentary about yeah. how tumultuous the oh, shooting I know. was yeah oh, and I've never it's seen a it. fabulous oh, it's, it's, it's a good. fabulous documentary but they interview him uh is it richard stanley's yeah right? yeah they interview richard stanley in that documentary and that's what made me fascinated with his other movies because I ended up watching the movie after I saw the documentary because it was like okay this is such a mess I have to watch it and 
I mean, they kind of put it together okay. But yeah, he he definitely is. Uh, I don't know if he's like clinically insane and like <laughs> been committed or whatever, but he's definitely a fucking crazy guy. Like he's he's not normal. He's like like in the. I remember the interview, he's, like, walking on the mountain, he's, like, kind of, like, a shaman kind of guy. Is he, like, South African or something? I think he's British. Um, but it's, the documentary is definitely worth a watch just to see the fucking mess that that movie was. And, like, Marlon Brando, like... I was gonna say, that was, like, yes, that was at, like, the pinnacle of his, like, I'm Marlon Brando and I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. And it was, like, he would show up on set, like, wearing all these, like, like different outfits and, like, yeah, like, just the fucking crazy, crazy shit. And these poor guys had to uh, deal with all If you want to watch a really good documentary, watch Hearts of Darkness. The documentary about Apocalypse yes, Now. That, that is, also is one of the fucking best crazy. fucking documentaries about a film out there. Like, both him and Martin Sheen were both fucking yes. crazy. Yeah, Martin that's Sheen, a fantastic yeah. documentary yeah. as well. Yeah. But yeah, no, I really want to watch that, The Island of Dr. Moreau. But I really want to watch Dust Devil as well. But it's just like, it just, it blows my mind that this guy also did hardware because hardware to me is a flawless it's movie. a fucking masterpiece like it's, it really it's, is it's, it's great. a beautiful fucking like you know how like blade runner has it that stylistic look that it's like gorgeous like hardware yeah. has that too oh i'm excited yeah. oh it's so good but anyway so um other robotic cyborg movies that i want to bring up so because of this guy mike lamb that wrote that review on rotor i was like looking at the other movies that were on his list of like best worst movies of the 80s and uh thanks to him uh i am now aware of hands of steel oh hands of steel looks so good hands of steel looks okay hands of steel is probably like the second like probably most rip off the second of, most rippy offy terminator, of terminator movie. <laughs> like there's like a scene we watched the trailer and there's a scene where the guy is like um he opens like his forearm to like reveal right. like his like cybernetic fucking like nerves and like tubes and stuff and, and it's, it's like, exactly, exactly like, like terminator. terminator like he's like just, he like, moves he's his like, fingers and it moves and yeah. it's like what like it's like he's like, like repairing the hardware like in his off. forearm and i'm like oh my god that's like the exact same and that other movie top line oh uh, my top god. line is that basically movie a movie crazy that's too. like um it's like indiana jones but with cyborgs and lizard people oh my god <laughs> we actually watched part of top line we watched maybe the last 20 minutes and like kind of skip through like the first little bit of it because oh, we were like oh because we heard remember we were like oh we heard there's lizard people in this movie too so oh we yeah we like forward, we like we found it on youtube and we fast forwarded to the end because we just wanted to see the lizard we were people. like well, we heard there's and it was people. actually awesome yeah no it was like she was all melty and shit yeah so i guess it was just like an alien conspiracy with cyborgs or whatever. but yeah like she like there was a transformation scene that was like this she was like completely naked like beautiful fucking woman and then she starts, starts like oozing. changing like kind of like you know the howling that yeah, fucking the yeah. changing like her like the face actually stretches out yeah, and like it's yeah. very drawn out. It was actually really well done. They probably blew the entire budget on the end of that. Because, yeah. I forget already what you said it was called, but I remember not. Uh, it. Top uh, line. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the name. No. Um. Also, well, me and Morgan watched uh, Robo, Robo War. War. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Oh, and like. Bad. Wow! So it was basically RoboCop slash Predator in one movie. Okay. In one, like, disasterful oh. movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, It was so... It was it was entertaining, though. Like, it was fun to watch, but, like, the robot's voice was like... Oh, my God. Like, every time 
time he showed up on screen, we were like, oh my god, it was fucking weird. It was so fucking weird. And its outfit was like the Wraith, pretty much. It was just like, like a fucking like motorcycle helmet with like, like a leather kind of like suit but then with like some tubes and shit like oh some spray painted tubes you yeah. know black oh man i was, don't know and was... at the end it was like he flips his fucking spoiler alert he flips his fucking like visor up and he's like got human human eyes and he's like kill me <laughs> oh. he asks the guy to blow him up like what what does this even mean that's that's the robocop part of the movie yeah everything else like the uh the the men that he's hunting is like it's is predator. predator even it's though like scene predator, where he jumps they're, like, off in the into jungle. the water yeah there's like a scene where like one of the guys like jumps from like a fall like and i was like that's exactly like the fucking scene of arnold yeah. fall, like jumping in the water from predator like it's so fucking it's so bad well i watched um i tried to watch as many robot movies as possible like for this episode and i watched um uh nemesis which is another Albert Pune movie, and it was mm. very entertaining. I will say that that man knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. when, okay, oh. Rob, honestly, Albert Pune was, like, before Tommy Wiseau. Like, yeah. he was, like, the Tommy Wiseau of the late 80s and 90s. Like, honestly, but, like, the thing about Except Albert Pune... he was way Pune, more prolific, because yeah. Albert Pune has directed so many movies. Oh, my God, he's done all the Nemesis movies, and honestly, like, um... The thing I love about his movies is that, like, he knows they're bad, but he doesn't give a shit. But he also just, like, has so much shit blowing up and gunfire that it makes it so entertaining. Yeah. And he has to have Tim Thomerson in all of his movies. I know. I it's amazing, right? I love Tim Thomerson. Like, especially in Transfers. He's, like, supposed to be this, like stud and he's like this old man and like fucks Helen Hunt I know like, what oh, the and she's fuck? like 20 and she's years like, old yeah. and he's so oh my god but I love him oh though god. like honestly I was oh watching god. I don't even know I was I think I was I was watching uh trailers or something that's the other precious day. that he's fucking her when she's no how young she is oh it's precious sorry no <laughs> <laughs> oh, no it's fine yeah no it's actually quite disturbing how they cast usually like that it's like oh it doesn't matter how old the guy is like the girl has to be 20 years yeah well it's like He's yeah, like, yeah. Um, he's like the Tom Atkins of like sci-fi action movies. Yeah, like Tom, Tom Atkins, Atkins is was the like, least sexy leading man I know, ever. And then, but he's always casted this as this like sexy man who has sex with very young Jamie Lee Curtis. Like Tim Thomerson was that, but of like the bad action sci-fi movies. Um, but yeah, like I fucking I love Albert Pune. Like he's just like he's so entertaining. It's like yes, it's bad acting. It's like terrible fake boobs. Um, but it's like so much action and bad acting that it just like it's it's a riot. I love I love watching his movies um i also watched class of 1999 yeah um it was good it's got um homer from near dark in it um it kind of like in malcolm mcdowell and stacy keish uh. and stacy keish has this weird blonde mullet ponytail with like white eyes and there's like a scene where he's eating a banana like it's so random he's like part cyborg oh. i don't even know why he's oh, eating a banana but there um the the violence in it is is good it was good i feel like it like it takes a while to pick up um, apparently there's a sequel that's, like, terrible. It looks rotten. Which is, like... I and, saw the cover and I was like... Mm. And also, like, that made me think of the Cyborg sequels. Because apparently Cyborg 2 and 3 are, like, an abomination. Well... Like, but, uh, Albert Pune did the first Cyborg, but he didn't do part 2 and part 3. But part 2 has Angelina Jolie in it. Oh. And part 3 has Zach Galligan from Gremlins. But, like, they look 
bad. Like, they look really fucking bad. Well, let's be honest. The first one wasn't a fucking... I know. like it. Oh, no, it's good, but yeah. it, you, it can only go... There's no going up from there. It can only go downhill. Yeah, it goes yeah. downhill. You know? It definitely goes downhill <laughs> At with least the they had a budget, movies. though. Yeah. And also, um, I... Oh, my God. I tried to watch it. Okay, and, like, my many years of, like, just researching unknown, you know, good or bad movies of the 80s especially cherry 2000 was one that always popped up in my search and i was like hey it's oh. been on my list for a really long time it's got melanie griffith in it did you you watch cherry uh, 2000 okay okay i I've, watched I've half seen of it some I've never that, okay it's set it. in 2017 Ooh. yeah so it's in the future and by the way all these fucking dystopian futuristic movies always start with in the future and it's always in los angeles yeah, it's always yeah. in it's LA. It's always in LA. Right? Yeah. Um, but Cherry 2000 is basically a fucking movie about a guy being obsessed with this fuck doll that died. And he yeah. tries to find the the replica of his fuck doll. And Melanie Griffith is a human kind of like renegade who helps him go on this journey to find the original fuck doll like the model of his like fuck doll i what? guess and yeah this was like in the 80s dude it and but really then he weird. falls in love with her and he's like but it's all weird because she's human and i normally like fuck dolls like it's really fucking weird i don't know i shut it off i couldn't even finish it i was like this is just like about this guy's like infatuation with his like robot lady i don't know but she like looks human i don't know and she like crashes and then the company who make like fuck dolls make him a new one and then but he's like displeased with it because it's not the other girl and he's like well i need to find the original model and like that's the whole movie and i'm just like what the fuck why was this even made this is like degrading and like i mean like it was just stupid i don't know i thought it was pretty bad that's too bad yeah well there are better there are better cyborg movies than that out there i'm sure some of them are great some of them are terrible yeah Cyborg, definitely. Rotor, amazing. Terminator, number one. <laughs> Rotor, amazing. <laughs> Hardware, fabulous. Robo Wars. Um, I watched Runaway. Oh my god, I forgot to talk about Runaway. Okay, Runaway was so Tom Selleck and Runaway, Gene Simmons. Yes, yeah, Tom Selleck, Gene Simmons, and Kirstie Alley. Uh, that was kind of a, I was like, that was a movie. It wasn't even like that great. And it's like the budget that they probably had for that was like a million times more than Rotor. And Rotor is a better movie in my opinion. Okay. So Runaway is based on a Michael Crichton yeah, Michael Cook, and he directed oh, it. And he yeah, directed he wrote the movie. it and directed it, and it's got Gene Simmons. Yeah, yeah. He, Gene Simmons cool. plays the bad guy. He actually is really good. Yeah, and he's like, actually he's a like good, he's a good guy. slime ball. Like yeah. he can he can mm. act like a slime ball because he probably is one. Yeah, he's totally. Really he's like, not yeah, acting I, at all. Um, yeah, Gene Simmons like or it's like set in the future in Los Angeles and there's these like little mini robots that are helpers like they live in the future where like you're made as a robot you know what I mean like it's like everything like robots are just like made robots are like uh, in the beginning of the movie they're like cultivating the corn in the field like they don't have people picking things decides to implement evil into these like little critter robot guys and uh, orders them to kill (laughs) (laughs) I yeah, it like oh. and like Tom Selleck's outfit is like chainmail. Oh. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's Michael Crichton, Jurassic Park. Oh I god, know. it was 
It was not amazing. It was not. It amazing. wasn't great. No, it wasn't no. great. Um, the idea is there because Michael Crichton always has like much like Westworld, which is also Michael Crichton. Like he always has like the right idea when he's writing things down about like dystopian futures and like how uh society would maybe rely on technology but then technology always turns basically every single michael crichton book or movie that he's ever done is that idea yeah jurassic park is the same thing but with dinosaurs and not robots but yeah so he on in book form in this the written word it always is eloquent and beautiful and then it doesn't always translate the way that it should especially with the in the 80s well didn't you morgan you watched westworld the westworld movie right yes i watched the original i've seen like i watched the the, sh- the new show I as well seen oh the, um, the show is fantastic well, apparently the movie is like but garbage. i watched the one from the 70s and it was it was not good at all it was so bad i've heard, I've heard that it's like terrible yeah it's not great it's not great Ugh. um if you're gonna watch westworld and for the idea that michael crichton was hoping for just watch the new show interesting yeah the original is not good well yeah i have uh some like honorable mentions um obviously metropolis yep fritz uh-huh. lang metropolis it's mm-hmm. like probably one of those movies that will go down in history as one of the best movies ever made um and i just want to mention some like killer robots that uh scarred me as a child and Mm. any borg any borg episode of star trek is like the best episodes of star trek are all borg i am the cutest of borg yes and uh the johnny cab from total oh that shit is fucking me nightmares like when i was a kid oh i hate that fucking thing i hate that fucking thing man like welcome to johnny cab like punch um, also, like, Max Headroom. He's not oh. technically a robot, but he's artificial intelligence. And he's, he's not technically scared. anything. Yeah, he's, he's a computer, I guess. He's in the I, internet, he's man. Fucked. He's, he's, he's not, fucked. He's That's fucked. right. Yeah, he's fucked. Like, why? Why did they give him those those eyes, man? Like, the, they're scary. I had nightmares about Max Headroom when I was a kid. Um, also, like, I find Hal from 2001 Space Odyssey oh. terrifying. So scary. And I, yeah. He doesn't even even have a body yeah, in his fucking yeah i know it's just the bo- his yeah, voice he's just man. a fucking creepy man. yeah his really voice scary. and yeah. uh a few movies that i've never seen that are definitely on my radar for a very long time but i really want to watch lady terminator oh god lady terminator is one of those movies that like when i'm researching bad movies that always comes up and i'm like fuck i need to watch that and death machine is another one that i've heard of um you probably would recognize the the cover of the movie it's like a claw um, but also another one is Cyborg Cop. Yeah, that's the clip that I showed you guys. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it gives the finger. <laughs> yeah, so Cyborg Cop looks pretty fucking hilarious fucking to me. Amazing. That I do need to watch Cyborg Cop. Uh, a couple other honorable mentions: Stepford Wives. Mm. Actually, I've never Stepford, seen the original. Stepford Wives is super good. That's a super good one. I didn't even think of. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. I've never seen the original, but I saw the remake and I liked it. It's spooky. Yeah. yeah. Fucking robot bitches. Yeah. yeah. It's a very, it has a very cult kind of yeah, thing yeah, as well. Totally. Yeah. Um, and Short Circuit. I know you guys hate it, but I love Johnny I like Five. He's I great. Just, I don't like him. He's cute. He's annoying. It's no just like, disassemble. Get out of my way. <laughs> I just. I also noticed that like with all these movies that were made in the 80s that had like robots, servers, they were Batteries so are- giant. Batteries not included. Oh yeah, batteries not included. They had little, little guys, guys. Yeah. yeah. But like every other robot, like even like the robot made Tom Selleck's fucking robot wife and <laughs> Runaway. Oh my god, she, she looked, looked like so a microwave. Good. She looked like a microwave. 
it. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and she would just like repeat everything that he would say. And um, it's like the robot from fucking Rocky Five, like Happy Birthday, Bali. Yeah, why was that even in that? I don't know, man. That thing why? was giant. Like, I feel like it would be very. It's like they're supposed to be so resourceful and helpful, but like pff, they just like seemed like to be getting in the way. Yeah. Like, Happy Birthday, Bali. I can't imagine like a fucking walking microwave cooking my fucking pasta like, for me making me dinner and I shit. know it's like the maid from the Jetsons yeah yes. but, even, but even Rosie was a little more like she yeah. had more like, fluidity than that yeah she had wheels she's these fast. guys are like I don't know they're on like conveyor belts and they're giant like they're so big blinking lights and they're just like getting in the way like it in looks, runaway like I was just like he was like it's a joke she was like are you sure you don't want to stay for dinner and she, she, she just kept, like, repeating everything that he said. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, my God, she's just annoying. Like, you just got to hit Tom that. Tom Selleck, can't you cook your own food? Right? <laughs> it's like pasta. Like, you can, yeah, like, pasta is like, the easiest thing to cook ever. Pasta will be al dente in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, puts, like, a claw hand into yeah. the fucking pot. She better be fucking washing her claw hands. Right? Ew. Ew. Oh, my God. All right, one more movie that I'm going to mention is Saturn 3. I never got to watch oh, yeah, it. I watched a with clip of it. Kirk Douglas and Farrah Fawcett and Harvey Keitel. Oh, yeah. Are the only three people in the movie. Yeah. And a murderous robot. <laughs> are they in space as well? Yes, they are on. They, I watched the trailer. A, I guess they're near Saturn. They're like, it's like an outpost or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just like, okay, well, here they are out in space and the robot is really angry and gonna kill them i guess yeah and apparently this movie yeah. um was pretty famous because farrah fawcett's boobs are in it wow oh not because of the special effects or kirk douglas's amazing uh portrayal of the hero but her boobs so that's, that's that funny yeah but it's in it's on youtube uh in like hd like good quality so if anybody wants to check it out nice isn't it it's from the 70s right I think it might be 83. Oh, okay. It looked way older than mm. that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, since Chopping Mall involves chopping and robots, it also involves mall. So I decided to uh, mention some mall movies. Ooh, very nice. Um, so, yes, like I love, I love watching, watching, I love looking at um, pictures of Malls, like inside of malls in the 80s. Like you just Google it and there's fabulous fucking photos and It was a culture. It was a, a fucking crazy fringe. culture. Yeah, like it's just like even just the decor, um, neon lights, like everything about it just brings me so much joy. Like I really wish I could just go back to the 80s and just like stay there forever. Um, but Night of the Comet, it's been brought up a lot yep. in yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. So Night of the Comet is in the mall. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, so good. Dawn awesome. of the Dead. The whole movie is in the mall and that's pretty sweet. Obviously, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's, Eric's Revenge. Revenge. Love that movie. Um, the Initiation, which I just recently oh. watched actually. And, um, Clue Gulliger is just at the very beginning of the movie and he like has sex <laughs> and it's really weird and Ew. gross because he's Clue Gulliger. <laughs> But I love them. Um, one that I um, have only seen once, and um, I'm always on the lookout for it on VHS, but Hide and Go Shriek. Have you guys ever seen that? No, I've never seen it. It's like one of those iconic covers where it's like the letters are in red, and it's a girl that's like hiding under something, and she's like looking up. Mm. I Hide and Go Shriek is a good one. Like it takes, it's like basically teenagers. What year is it? It's almost like... 
uh, I don't know, 80s for sure. But oh, uh, yeah, honestly, like it's like I've these teenagers like break into this mall in the middle of the night to like party and rage cool. and drink and smoke weed and fuck and yeah, there's yeah. a killer in there and it's just like it's perfect. It's awesome. But I do like, um, I am a fan of uh, a lot of, uh, obviously, like, non-horror 80s movies as well. And uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, Like, oh my so god, good. Sean Penn in that movie kills me. Like, I can't believe that's him. I know! I know! He's such a fucking <laughs> surfer! He's like that surfer. Have you seen that, like, surfer interview guy? And he's like, yeah, And then And it was like, that is like, that It was like, yeah, that's a good one. I do like it. And, like, when I was in high school, I was obsessed with the movie Mallrats. Yeah. I've seen it a fair amount of times. So I think it's the best Kevin Smith have movie. Have you seen Paul Blart Mall Cop? No, I, I saw not. that movie. Oh, oh, you guys know what? You don't. You don't love life enough. To <laughs> <a movie. laughs> I don't find that man funny, but I'll give Kevin it a shot. Is it uh, Anna, Anna Ferris? Isn't it? Because I do like her a lot. Yeah, I, don't I can't remember. I do, I do love her in the scary movie movies. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't. And Smiley Face with the fucking those movies. Oh, I love that. I like well, the, the first, first one. Two. I was gonna say the first two were good because yeah. the Wayans brothers have nothing to do with the other ones. Oh, they get so stupid after a while. Yeah, but then I bet, again, yeah. so do like most. Of those parody, like, of, yeah, like yeah, yeah, movies, yeah. Or just like if they like if you beat a series to death, like Hellraiser, for instance. Oh, I oh. heard that the new Hellraiser the, is out. it came out. Yeah, yeah I judgment. haven't watched it yet. Mm. Maybe we should have a night and watch it. I think so. Yeah, all we need Throw to bring things. a lot of beer. For yeah, that. yeah. Uh, me and Megan watched the Ritual. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> the Ritual. You know what? I actually was like, last night I was like, should I watch this? I know I'm going to fall asleep. I didn't watch it. Uh, it's definitely worth watching. Do you, did you see what I mean when I said it loses steam, though? Yeah, yeah, it does. It loses yeah, steam. It does. It's a great movie. However, it was advertised or it was publicized or however you want to call it as this, like, great new groundbreaking. <laughs> it's not groundbreaking. I'll tell you that much right well, now. Well, I watched the preview and I was like, is this the Blair Witch Project? Thank you. It's very Blair Witch. It's yeah. very fucking Blair Witch. And it's not groundbreaking. But... It's super enjoyable. Like the end when it starts to pick up again at the end. I don't want to because it's way too early for me to say anything. I will not right, it's spoil. Like I will not yeah, spoil like anything. However, at the <clears throat> end when shit starts going on again and he's upstairs and sets things on fire. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like the ending is really good. The beginning is really good. The middle is like uh good I, but uh, i found yeah. myself like doing my nails mm, and yeah. on my phone and yeah you know. well i thought that it i mean it, it was good it was a good movie worth the watch um interesting tone um the uh i won't spoil anything but i love the part where the guy was like praying to the like the Stop. wood witch Ugh, that's when that, i texted you and i was like that this part, movie is so scary yeah no that part yeah. was i thought that part was really fucking cool so that scary. part was awesome um but yeah so the only thing i have to say about it without spoiling it is that just the the monster slash creature design didn't really sell it for me but mm. i mean that's a very minor uh. factor I, I mean there's a lot of factors that what makes a movie and uh the style the location the filming oh, location is the best part of the fucking movie like all those scenes like the swedish forest god damn it gorgeous all yeah like just like the the filming locations is 
gorgeous, gorgeous. Like, I'm obsessed with um, Norway yeah. and, like, just, like, Who and Switzerland, it? Sweden. Come like, on. yeah, it just, like, the filming locations are uh, very beautiful. And the acting was amazing. Acting the story, was great. The, the story was good. I wanted more blood. It was creepy blood. up until I saw the full creature. And then yeah. when I saw the full creature, that's when I was like, yeah, this isn't scary to me. I wanted more blood. I wanted more gore in a scary way. Like like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, your next, mm-hmm. you want to bring this around? Your next was full of blood. A lot of blood doesn't mean something's not scary. No. Yeah. They they really didn't do it for me in like the kill department, I yeah, guess yeah. I'll say. I the, think it the was kills more of like, were like, eh. and once you know It was like a psychological you, thing. Yeah, but even the psychological aspect, I was like the ring, the original the ring was more psychologically effective than this. I mean, the, it, the psychological yeah. aspect was even like, yeah, I guess, whatever, it's cool. How many times are they going to replay that same yeah, scene? I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Ah, it's too soon. It's too it was soon. definitely worth watching, though. For sure, I'd watch yeah. it. But there are uh, a couple new horror movies that I haven't gotten around to. Like, I, re- I mean, it's not even really a horror movie, but I really want to watch The Shape of Water. Like, yes. I've heard yeah. amazing mm-hmm. things about um, In The Shape of Water. So I haven't seen that yet. But The Ritual, yeah, definitely watch it. It's definitely worth it just to watch, for sure. And I haven't seen the new Victor Crowley, but I will eventually. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Mock. Well, we're going to wrap things up. And um, thanks for joining us uh, and uh, listening to us talk about (laughs) robots and cyborgs. We like robots and boobies. And boobies. (laughs) All right. Hope you guys have a good night. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.